This is a gentleman that's sitting next to me. His name is Bryce. Bryce is a good guy. He's not like some of the other ones. We've or other one. Well, we've had a few, but we've got some good guys on here. We've had one turd. It's it's all good though. Uh, I'm going to start something new. Okay, so if you guys are a veteran watching this, you guys have stories. It doesn't have to be in the in the Ukrainian war. It could be literally Iraq, Afghanistan. It'd be really cool if I have some guys from World War II, but there's not a lot of those left. That'd be pretty. Cool. It could be pretty wild. But if you guys want to come on and please. Um, Tell your story. I want to start doing this. I used to do this back in the day, like six, seven years ago. Please send me an email. VeteransTruthPod at gmail.com. I'm just going to put it right here on screen. Go ahead and do it. Send me over an email. Please, um, uh, depending on who you are and what you've done and what year it is, I'm probably going to ask you for a little bit more uh, credentials, essentially. I'm going to want to see. It doesn't have to be your DD214, possibly, depending on who it is. I want to see some real stuff. I want to hear some real stories where you've been. Because uh, I think some like getting a lot of stuff out there, it kind of gives uh, people... Not like myself, because I, I have I have a little bit of experience in it, but I'm saying like people that are sitting at home that don't have the um, knowledge of what it really feels like to to be in that kind of a situation. I want to hear them the firsthand experiences of the guys like this one who's sitting next so, to me. So uh, yeah, so January 18th is when I got back into uh, Ukraine, and I'd actually met Yuri when I was in Mykolaiv. Uh, his we were in the same brigade but different units. Um, so they actually came to use our Humvees all the time. So uh, they actually, at that time, they didn't even, like, all those videos of Yuri, like, doing crazy stuff in a Humvee, mm-hmm. like, his unit didn't even have Humvees. Like, they, they came to borrow our Humvees to go do all that stuff. Um, but that's how I met that's how I met Yuri. And um, uh, when, I, when I knew I was going back to Ukraine, uh, I was talking to him. I was like, yo, like, I want to come back. Like, you got to, y'all have a spot in your unit. He goes, actually, yes. I was like, perfect let's do it so i go back link up with yuri and uh start start doing work there and there we were um where were we at at this point this we were in the east um just right outside of donetsk um like all of all of our missions are like right outside of donetsk um a little bit like where i got injured was they said I where they said I got injured and where I thought we were were two different areas. So I'm not exactly sure where I got injured, but um, I was told just southwest of um, I always butcher this name Av- Avdivka Avdivka yeah um, I, I, I do too but I know where exactly man, where you're at man half half those towns and villages mm-hmm. like I can read it and I'm like ah that but my mouth doesn't form it but yeah so so right there like that's that's our that's our AO was right there on that eastern side and. Uh, um, Avdivka is like way north for us. Like we're more, I got a picture of roughly our area. Um, but yeah, so we were, we were right there and that's kind of, uh, our little, where's it at? Where's it at? If I had two good eyes, I could probably search for it a lot quicker. Link up with, uh, link up with Yuri and, uh, we start, you know, just doing, doing our missions. And, uh, there we do, um, in his in in that unit again, it's another another recon unit. But there we do an incredibly large amount of uh, recon by fire. Just pull into a position with our Humvees, light it up, might shoot you know a rocket here or there, and then and then we dip, gather as much intel you know. Like we also have drones uh, overhead, so you know troop size, you know how do they react to contact, how long does it take for them to you know send in reinforcements, how long does it take for them to. Um, uh, you know, get, get our location and send in, you know, artillery and just all the recon that we need for the next element or us. Cause we also, we do the assaults also to strike that, 
to strike that. Uh, oh my God! You know you're, you you are you are discussing or you're talking about. I've, I said this many times. Probing attacks. Yeah, that's all it is. Probing attacks. Hundred percent. Yeah, all it is. yeah. We do a shit ton of probing attacks. That's all it is. Yeah. This is probing to find out exactly how they react. Then you can act accordingly next time. Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah, I yeah. talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, all the yeah, several times. Yeah. Probing attacks. Yeah. Pro- pro- Great for you. You're the prober. Some somebody somebody's <laughs> got to probe. Somebody's got to be the probe. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So uh, so that's what that's what we did. We also ran a lot of um, uh, support missions for um, engineers, mm-hmm. uh, and then we also were QRF. Um, and uh, I want to say one of the first missions I went on, uh, it was probably one of the one of the first like five missions I went on in this unit. My boy, my boy Geo, um, our doc. He's he's also a marine been working um as an emt and in hospitals for like the last 10 years and uh he was in ukraine um and fought in urpin and mashoon back in uh march of last year um but went back to the states but he's wanting to come back out linked up with him i was like yo we need a medic come join us so he got he came with us and uh so it was just on this mission uh yuri was there but he was in he was in the humvee like as support like way in the back while we were out you know, going to help lay mines, anti-tank mines with the engineers. And uh, we were just a security element for all the engineers. So it was me, Doc, and then uh, a Ukrainian who, uh, who who spoke really good English. Probably about two kilometers to go lay these mines. Like right next to a Russian position that they, they think is about to start moving in on us. It had just snowed like the day before. Also, winters there suck. You don't say. Like, I live in Texas for a reason. <laughs> like, like, winters there suck. Um, so it's, you know, I don't know, probably 25 degrees, 20 degrees. I think there was like two feet, uh, about, about a, probably about a foot of snow on the ground, six inches, foot of, probably about a foot of snow on the ground. We get to this, we get to one point, and where we need to lay the mines is like over here, but like there's a big open field that we have to, we have to run across. I want to say the field is like two, 300 meters of like open ground. The commander for the engineers and uh, the Ukrainian on our team, they, they go up to the front and uh, they both have NG, NVGs and thermals on their rifles. Uh, Doc and I both have NVGs and I have a thermal on my rifle. But we're just kind of in the back, like just hanging out with all the engineers while they kind of, you know, observe and kind of figure out a game plan. Well, uh, our Ukrainian guy comes back and he goes, hey, no mission. We're like, why not? We're, we're almost there. Like we were literally almost there. And he was like, uh, there's a Russian position, uh, like, right, there was a there was a Russian OP right in the middle of that field that op- watched that open area um, where we needed to go across. And he goes, so we can't, we can't go there. And we're like, man, that sucks. And at this time, it was just myself, Doc, and uh, this guy, um, we're sitting there talking. And Doc and I both kind of looked at each other. I'm like, damn, like, we wanted to do something tonight. And before I could say it, he looked over at the guy and he goes, "Well, why don't the why don't the engineers leave and we just shoot the Russian?" And the, I swear it looked like we just told this guy Christmas had came early. His eyes got like this big around, huge smile. And he was like, "Yeah, y'all want to y'all want to do that?" I looked at him. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't come here just to you know bake cakes in the, at the house and you know and 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 hang out and drink beer. Like let's let's let's, let's do some work." And like the dude, he he asked us like two more times. He's like, "Are y'all are y'all sure?" And Doc and I both were like, "Yeah, let's let's light this dude up, let's light this position up, and then we'll bounce." You know, let's at least put in a little bit of work while we're out here. 
So he goes back and talks to the uh, the commander, and the commander was like, "Yeah, that's fine. You know, let us leave first. So um, the, all the all the engineers left with all their anti tank mines and stuff like that. Probably about ten minutes later, he's like, uh, "Y'all ready? I'm like, yeah, let's do it." So we we get on we get into a position we get we get online. And uh, he tells us where it's at, and I'm looking through my thermal. I'm like, okay, cool, I got him. I see him. I could see, I could see one heat signature. Uh, probably, it was roughly. I at, at the time, I th- I was thinking, you know, 250, 300 meters out, just looking through the thermal. Well, Doc, he didn't have a thermal on his rifle. He just had, you know, an ACOG. And uh, there was a decent amount of moonlight out, and also reflecting off the snow, so he can kind of see. So he's looking through my thermal, and he's like, he's like, okay, cool, I got you know this land signature here, this land signature here, boom, boom, boom. And he looks through his ACOG, and he's like, hold on one second. And he's like going back and forth between mine and his. He's like, okay, I think I got it. So we counted down. We're just like, all right, five, four, three, two. We all dumped probably I don't know five, six rounds. A little heat signature disappears, and we're like, all right, cool, let's go. So we dipped. And that was our that was our security security mission for these for these engineers, um, but we did a lot of missions like that, a lot of different security missions for the engineers, and a lot of QRF missions. Did some uh, um, tank baiting missions. That was fun, scary. Never heard of that. Yeah, so we uh, so we were in a position uh, to assault. So like there was there was a there was three Russian trenches like right next to each other, kind of like an L. Um, just like that and we had an element taking this trench and we were supposed to take this trench well while this element was taking this trench we found out that there was a tank right here supporting all these all these positions so man i have the i have the videos on my computer i don't have them on my phone but uh um we we just kind of like come out of our trench line a little bit come down and we just start shooting rockets roughly in his direction, trying to get him to angle this way, come back this way a little bit to where we can get a better a better shot on him. Because where he was, he was through the trees, so we couldn't obviously shoot through through the trees with the little AT4s and spikes and laws. Um, so we did that, launched a few grenades, um, but he didn't do anything. He just sat there. He didn't he didn't come get us. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> but uh, but like two days later. We're sitting at the house, and uh, I'll tell this story, and then I'll tell the story of uh, of Yuri getting blown up. So Yuri's not at the house right now because Yuri, Yuri just you know Yuri and Doc took the uh, the um, the Cornet missile, blew blew him up. The commander he calls me. He's he's like, hey, come over. So I was like, okay. So I co- I go over to his house, and uh, he's he's Ukrainian. He speaks broken English, but not not much. So I walk into his house, and uh, first thing he says is uh you shoot Carl Gustav. I looked at him. I was like, sure. I've, I've shot a lot of people out here. Like, I don't like who's Carl Gustav. He goes, he goes, he goes, no, you shoot Carl Gustav. I was like, if you say I shot him. Yeah, sure. Like I, who, who is Carl Gustav? And he starts laughing because he, he, he's realizing like, I'm not understanding what he's saying. And he, he, he goes around the corner and he comes back and he brings a big old rocket. And he goes, you shoot Carl Gustav. I was like, oh, boom, it clicks. This rocket is a Carl Gustav. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I was like, no, I've, I've never seen this before. I don't know how to shoot it. And he goes, you go on mission in one hour. I was like, I guess I need to learn how to shoot a Carl Gustav. So I FaceTime Yuri because 
Yuri is like a weapons expert. Like, if you want to know the ins and outs of almost any weapon, just call him. Like, he, he'll he tell you how to shoot it, how what kind of ammunition it takes, you know, max effective range, everything. So I call him, put him on FaceTime, and he gives me a quick rundown on how to shoot a Carl Gustav in, like, 30 minutes. Load it up, went on a mission. So the tank that we were trying to bait a couple days before had moved to a different position. So um, it was my job to blow it up. So we get to uh, we get to the position, and he's like 800 meters away. I, I can barely see him like through the uh, through the scope on the Carl Gustav. Again, I've never shot a Carl Gustav. I don't know how loud it is. I don't know what kind of recoil it has. This is before I even knew it was a recoilless rifle. Like I didn't I didn't know anything, and it's a heavy it's a it's a pretty heavy rocket. It's not like, you know, just carrying an AT4 that's like, what, five, maybe five pounds, seven pounds, something like that. Like, Carl Gustav is probably at least, I don't know, 15 pounds maybe, 10, 15 pounds. Like, it has some it has some weight. So I'm thinking, like, this thing's about to, like, blow my, my, my shoulder off, like, when I shoot it. So I see I see the tank. There's, like, a little bitty black speck on this scope. Shoot my first round. And, again, 800 meters out. And I'm just watching my, my smoke trail just, like, go over the top of it, like, way over the top. I was like, oh, shit. So now I'm, like, reloading, like, as quick as I can. Like, reloading, reloaded, get him in get him in my crosshairs again. I shoot. This time I watched, I watched the smoke trail just barely go over the turret of the tank. I'm like, ah, oh, we're about to die. Like, we're about to die. Like, I can't tell, like, if he's looking at me or not, but, like, I just shot two rockets with a black smoke trail from our position, like, he's got to know where we're at. We're about to get lit up. And then, uh, so, loaded the third one. Still haven't gotten anything yet. No no pop shots, no small arms, nothing. I shoot the third one, and I'm watching it, watching it, watching it, and then all of a sudden I see and hear the, the explosion. And I'll be honest, I'm slightly uh, disappointed. Tanks don't blow up like they do on movies. Oh, really? You didn't think so? Oh, really? I, I, I thought oh, so. Oh, God. <laughs> I well, so. You, know, you don't think so, huh? <laughs> Yeah, they don't they don't blow up like you th- and like there's there's the some round punch through it. That was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> Oh, you don't say. Oh, I was no. I was expecting to see like this huge big old fireball. And no, I mean like the damn round just punched through and sucked <laughs> it, sucked everybody out the back side of it. It's pretty much what it happened. Yeah. And oh I mean and I mean like you you do see some videos of like people hitting a tank and like Tur- uh, fine, but you gotta hit it perfectly. Yeah, you gotta hit it like just the, the sweet spot, you know, the yeah. the the fuel tank or something. You gotta hit something in there, the the funny. another round in there or something. Thing. But yeah, so I, I watched, you know, all the sparks fly and everything like that. And I was like, hell yeah. Hit a tank. Blew a tank up with a Carl Gustav. Never shot one before. And so Yuri and Doc, the Cornet missile. That was a night. That was a night. So it was supposed to be another just a recon by fire mission. Just go in. Uh, I was supposed to dump... What were we supposed to? I think we we're like five, six hundred rounds a piece. Like, cause he was he was in one Humvee on the fifty, and I was on the other Humvee on the fifty, and uh, we were each supposed to just dump, you know, few few hundred rounds and then dip. Well, we get into position, we start shooting. My fifty after like three rounds, stop shooting. So you know, I reengage, you know, shoot one round. I'm like, what the hell? Hit it, no, nothing. I'm hitting it, nothing. Hitting it, nothing. I'm like, what is going on? I have my MVG 
and I'm looking at the the rounds as they feed. So every time I every time I charge it, I can see the rounds move, but it's not ever actually chambering the round. So I was like, "What the hell?" So I pop the feed tray cover, and as soon as I pop the tre- feed tray cover, you know, I I do my sweep of of the top of the tray and the bottom of the tray to you know clear everything and then re reload the the belt. And I noticed it was missing the uh, uh, the feed paw, the, the the arm, to actually you know grab everything and move it. And then I forget what it's called. So when you have the top of the feed tray that pops up, you have the you have the the feed arm right here. Mm-hmm. What's that little you know that little piece that's like it it slides into, and like it moves this whole little thing right here. So you have the feed tray, feed tray cover. Yep. But yep. you also have the. Um, I call them little bear claws. What the fuck are they called? Yeah, which is on the, the feed tray arm. Yeah, you're talking claw. about... Um, but there's like a little piece. It's like literally like this this big. And like it, it... So when the feed tray is closed, it comes in and out like this. Yeah, I know. I don't actually... Uh, actuator? I don't, I don't know. I know I, yeah, it's maybe not, the actuator. It's not, it's not called an actuator. No, it's not. But I don't I don't know the name of it either. But I know entirely what you're talking about. It's the one that, that grips on to the... Belt. Yeah, the links. Yeah. Yeah, the links, and mm-hmm. then shoves it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that piece. So I was missing the what feed. Is that fucking I don't. I don't remember. It's gonna bother me. You know who would know the exact answer and like probably the specs and like the milling of it. Yuri. Yuri would. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, so while you're while you're looking that up, but uh, I see that piece like it's almost falling out of the fifty, and I was like, oh, that's not good. So I grabbed that piece and I just shove it in my pocket real quick. And I yelled down to my TC um, that the 50 was down, like we're, 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 we're done. Um, so we pull out, I think I only shot like five, five, 10 rounds, but Yuri is just lighting them up. And uh, um, so we back out, we probably back out roughly, I don't know, three, 400 meters down the road um, while Yuri is finishing up his, his engagement and gathering a little bit of intel. And then all of a sudden, like the whole sky, like, like lit up. Like everything just like went, got real bright. And then, uh, uh, I'm still like trying to find like the, the feed arm and like the retaining pin. And I didn't even look for the little plunger because I know that was long gone. There's no finding that thing up there. Um, but, uh, my TC, he found my, um, like right as the light was the, 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 the sky got real bright. My TC, he found the, uh, the feed arm, like on the hood of the Humvee, like right where one of the, uh, the, um, grates are like for, for airflow, like right on the top. So it was sitting there. He grabbed it, jumped in the truck, the sky lit up and we started hauling ass back to, uh, dude, I think it's just called a paw. Is it just called a paw? No, I see stripper, Mm. paw arm. God, this is gonna drive me nuts. I know entirely what you're talking about. Too. about to, we're about to we're about to get the whole. This is actually driving. I'm literally looking through the the TM right now. Keep going. I'm sorry. This no, you're good, buddy. Nuts. Yeah. Um. But uh. So my my TC like he he jumped back in the truck and he's like handing me this this um the feed arm, and I'm yelling down at him. I'm like the like the as we're hauling ass back to where we were just at. Um. I'm I'm yelling. At him. I'm like yo. In, in in Ukrainian, uh, you know, the Browning's no good. Browning's no good. And like he's handing me this feed arm. I'm like, the Browning's still no good because I don't have a plunger and I don't have a retaining pin to to put this into place. But as we start pulling up, all of a sudden I I, I see the Humvee on fire. Like I didn't even we didn't even I didn't even hear the explosion. I don't know if it's because my ears are bad or because I had ear pro in or or what. But I didn't even hear the explosion. Just the light. 
and um, we pull up, and uh, I see the I see the Humvee on fire, and then that's when it clicked. Everything clicked. I was like the big light and the big light in the sky that we saw was them getting hit with a rocket. And like the only thing I thought, cause like right now, like I don't see, I don't hear anybody outside. I don't see any movement. I just see the truck on fire. Were they in it when I got hit? Yeah. All, everyone was yeah. in it. Yeah. If Yuri, Yuri was in the turret, you know, putting in work. Um, Doc was in his back right seat, um, you know, giving him, giving him his ammo. And then he had his TC and his driver all, all in there. So I'm thinking the worst. I'm like, everyone's dead. Like everyone is blown up. Like, like this is going to be bad. Like this is going to be really bad. So I jump out. I don't even know if we had stopped yet. I jumped out of my turret, ran up as I was running up to the Humvee. I hear Yuri. He was saying something. I don't remember what he was saying, but I, I, I ran into him in the back of the Humvee and I looked at him. I was, I was like, okay, cool. You're walking. You at least can make it to our Humvee right now. And I was like, where's Doc? And then I hear Doc just saying, my legs, like real calm, like, like, like we're having a conversation right now, like real calm. He was just like, my legs, my legs. And I'm like, man, his legs are blown up, like something, something bad. So I go to his door. Well, there's two Ukrainians trying to pull him from the Humvee, and his legs were stuck in the door jam. So he was saying like, hey, like, and like they're still like trying to yank him out of the, out of the, out of the Humvee, and he couldn't move because his legs were trapped in the door jam. So I told them to stop and, and I got his legs out of the Humvee. And, um, at this time I didn't, I didn't, I still didn't see doc. I didn't like, I saw him and like, I was there to like help his legs out, but like, I didn't see like if he was injured or anything like that, because like these two Ukrainians, they were already, they were already taking care of him and like getting him out of the vehicle. So I started, uh, I knew he was taken care of. So like I started doing other things. I saw that, uh, the TC and the driver, they were both out of the vehicle, um, so I just immediately thought like they were okay. Cause they're not, they're not in the vehicle. So then I started thinking, I was like, I need to take off, uh, like the, the handle for this 50 that way, you know, it denies the Russians of whenever they come capture this Humvee that they just blew up. Cause we're not in our position like that. We're in a former Ukrainian position, but it's kind of no man's land now. Um, and my thinking was, you know, they're going to come, you know, assess assess damage that they just did and oh there's a 50 let me take it so i'm trying to deny them whatever so i jump on top of the 50 or uh, the the humvee and i try to start taking the handle off but it was so hot from the explosion and the fire and everything like that i was, I was like no nope, i can't grab this so then i jumped down and then i i looked inside the v uh the humvee and i was like all right what um, essential equipment is in here that I need to take. So I look in there, Doc's uh, med uh, medic bag was in there. So I grabbed that. There was a couple of other things in there that I, that I grabbed. And, uh, at this point we'd been there since the explosion, probably what to me felt like two minutes, three minutes. And I'm thinking we're about to start getting some heavy shit. Like we've been here way too long. Like we got to go, we got to go. Um, so I run to the Humvee. I see Doc is in uh, the back back right seat for, for my Vic. Um, Yuri was supposed to be in the TC spot of our Vic because I saw, I saw him get in there. Uh, and then our driver was there. And then um, my, uh, my ammo guy was in, was in his seat. I jump up in the turret. And then all of a sudden, like, I hear, I hear down inside the Vic. They're like, where's Yuri? And I'm like. I like squatted down in there to like look and Yuri's not in there. I'm like, where the hell's Yuri? 
So then I start like yelling for Yuri, just yelling for Yuri. I probably yelled, I don't know, five, seven times, like screaming for Yuri. And uh, there's still a couple people down in uh, down at the other Humvee. Um, the the TC for his vehicle was looking for his phone, like his phone got blown out of his hand or whatever. And there's a lot of essential, a uh, lot of lot of very um, uh, essential uh, information like on the on the, on their phones because like they do everything via phone, like maps. Mm-hmm. Ev- everything is is via phone. So I'm thinking, you know, one either Yuri was more banged up than I thought he was. And he's laying down next to the Humvee or he's out there looking for equipment or whatever. And then I see Yuri, Yuri replied back and like he, he's walking back up to the Humvee. And I was like, okay, good. He's good. So he jumped in the Humvee. We, we haul ass um, to uh, one of our staging points and the staging point, there's normally like, normally like a medic or two staged there um, normally. And uh, while we're, while we're hauling ass there, uh, Every now and then, like, I'm, I'm leaning down into the Humvee, like, yelling yelling at Doc, like, hey, man, like, how are you? Like, you know, what's going on? Like, what hurts? And uh, the whole time, he never screamed, never yelled. Very cool, calm, collective voice, just like, everything hurts. Everything hurts. And I'm like, cool, everything hurts. At least at least I know you're alive because you're feeling pain. So, like, at least, at least there's that. So we get to this staging point where there's normally medics, and uh, there was a vehicle there. And, uh, uh, I jump out at first, like I was just going to like get doc prepped to move to this ambulance that was there, but I can hear the Ukrainians and like, I, I'm not, I'm not fluent in Ukrainian or Russian, but like, I, I understand a good bit, a lot more than I can speak. And by the, by the tone of their voices and how long we were there, like I could tell like something was, wasn't right. So I went to the back of the Humvee and I grabbed Doc's medic bag and I was just going to start putting dressings on his face. Cause like at, at this time, like I saw his face and man, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Like, uh, nothing but blood everywhere. And then there was a black hole, just a black hole. And like, I looked at it and I was like, I didn't say it out loud to anybody or even to him, but I was like, I was like, his eyes not there. Like it was not there. Like my eyes banged up. His eye was not there. And, uh, so I was like, damn. So I'm just, I'm starting to I'm I'm starting to put on gloves and I'm starting to uh uh I I, I told Yuri to like you know hold my light here so I could see and do things and right as I was I was I was getting ready to start pulling out bandages to to slap on his face um RTC was like was like get in the truck get in the truck like let's go so uh we jumped back into the Humvee and and hauled ass all the way to the hospital and then uh uh the whole time Yuri Yuri's good Yuri's talking I think uh I think I remember Yuri taking a picture like in inside the Humvee, like while we're hauling ass to the, to the hospital. I think Yuri was taking a picture. I think I don't remember. Finally make it to the hospital. I jump, jump out of the, jump out of the turret again. And, uh, immediately just like open up his door. Like there was other Ukrainians, like somebody was in the way. I don't remember who was in the way. I think it was Ukrainians or somebody was in the way, like, like trying to like do other things. And uh, like I'm pushing them out of the way, open up the door, grab, grab Doc, slide him out of out of the Humvee. And now like there's a whole bunch of light. Like now I can really see like everything. But uh, but now since we're at the hospital, like we're at the uh, like the entrance bay, like where they bring in the, uh, the ambulances and stuff. There's a lot of light. So now I can really see. And as I'm dragging him out of the, the Humvee, there was just a, like a big pool of blood in his seat. I can see nothing but blood all over his all over his plate carrier. Um, he was wearing a balaclava, like that thing is soaked in blood. 
and then I could really see his face again. And um, I was kind of thinking, I was like, you know what? You know, it was dark. We were moving around. I couldn't really see. Maybe, maybe it was just like a lot of blood and like, you know, his face is boogered up, but like maybe not as bad as what I thought. But as soon as I saw all the light and everything like that, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's banged up. Like no eye in his eye socket, nothing. And, uh, I actually, so, so I drug him into, into the bay, threw him down on a, uh, on a little gurney and, uh, they, uh, they ran him inside. And, uh, even, even when, uh, they did that, I was still, uh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta make fun of your boy. So I sat, I sat, I was sitting there making jokes at him. What did I say? I was like, uh blood all over his face missing an eye and everything like that and i was like i was like bro you're good you look way better like this anyways so like you're you're good dude <laughs> and he's just he just sitting there like kind of gave me a little thumbs up as like as like they were they were running him inside i have a picture of it where is it at yeah can't put that online but no i, I did I, th- I threw it on youtube no i don't think i can put that on youtube I th- I, that's that's because i don't have as many followers as you granted 22 percent of my uh, uh viewers are from russia though yeah, so are mine. Yeah, very large chunk. Yeah, uh, I was I was like I was very surprised, yeah. but yeah, That's so actually, uh, yeah, he's missing half a face there, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So so while we were there, um, uh, you know, Yuri Yuri's getting seen. He's got shrapnel in his hands. Pretty good concussion. Um, I think like he broke something in his nose or one of his orbitals or something like like small fractures like nothing crazy but but small fractures or something um, but anyways they, they threw uh they threw doc gave him an mri and literally think of like taking a, a baseball bat to like the side of somebody's face and that's what that's what doc's orbital looked like it just looked like somebody just went to town on the side of his face right there uh and uh obviously does doesn't have an eye um but uh but yeah yeah that was the that was the cornet the the cornet missile um getting getting blown up what was he what was he doing though who what were they doing prior to that so so that was uh we were doing a recon by fire mission so we uh yuri and i both were supposed to dump five seven hundred rounds at this russian position they they found out they did they did what i would say they around and they found out yeah 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 yeah. we were fucking around and we we found, found we found, found out. out that they were ready for it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That, um they, they definitely they were definitely ready it is what it is i mean you know it's part part of the job you know it's part of the job you shouldn't we, shoot 700 rounds at him you no, wouldn't get a should have done 400 <laughs> we should have done 400 should have dumped a few hundred amounts i guess they, they they reacted pretty quick well yeah 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 they they were definitely ready for something um because they they did they they so you guys didn't do that in that area for a little while, I would assume. Um, did you guys do anything back there? That exact position? Actually, no. I don't think we we ever went back to that exact area. We went to other areas in that area, but that not that one exact area. We kind of, you know, you, you learn a lesson. You kind of leave it alone. So you got mm-hmm. your teeth kicked in one time, literally, and probably should leave. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He's he's actually. He's he's squared away. Let's not fuck with that guy. Let's let's go hit yeah, the, he, the he, he paid attention. <laughs> yeah. he, he was actually he was paying attention. Yeah, he's been he's been taking notes and um well let's go let's not let's not give him any more notes to take down. So what so what happened out of that? Still the same area? Same yeah, area? so so yeah, we're we're still in the same area, stuff like that. That happened February fourteenth. Um we didn't do anything for um probably about a week. Two, about a week and a half, two weeks, because we were down a Humvee. We were down five guys, so we're letting some of the guys get healed up. We we got another Humvee. 
another 50. Um, and then we started doing, doing missions again, um, QRF missions and then, um, uh, security missions like we'd done before and stuff like that. And then, uh, I think we're almost to my mission. Yeah. So the trench that where this happened to me, we assaulted it once before and we assaulted it at night. Get told, um, Hey, we got a mission tonight. I'm like, okay, cool. Getting, get everything's getting geared up. And this commander, he actually gave us mission briefs. Like, well, he'd give me the mission brief, and then I would, I would brief all the other guys. We, uh, I go, I go in, I sit down with him, and he shows me, you know, a drone footage of like, hey, this is our position, this is a Russian position, you know, this is the 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 distance between the two, you know. Um, I get the uh, the troop size that are there. I get, you know, all of our supporting elements, all the all the information that we need. I find out, I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like how many of us are assaulting this position? And he said, uh, uh, there's going to be, I think, I think there was four or five of us, four or five of us assaulting a position with at least that they know of four Russians. And I looked at him, I was like, what? He goes, yeah. And I was like, my guy, there's, they're in a, they're in an entrenched position and we're going to go one-on-one. He goes. He goes. No, we're gonna have the we're gonna have the Humvee come up and and uh, lay suppressive fire down uh, while y'all go into the trench. I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's nice, but it's still one on one in an entrenched position. So I talked him into letting us have. I think I got him to have us like three other guys. So we're still you know one on one, two almost two on one. So we go to do this assault. And we're we're in our position, and. Uh, the Russian position in front of us is roughly, it was like 170 meters, give or take. I was supposed to be like the second or third guy in the stack going to assault this position. But the guy uh, that I said that was a piece of shit, the one that I said I'll talk about later, as he was the commander for for this. He's a, he's a Georgian, but uh, um, happens to be like, I think he's like really good friends with the commander or something like that. So that's kind of like how he has his position. And anytime that we've done training, he always seemed like he knew what he was doing. Like he didn't train with us, but like he would help teach different things and stuff like that. And it it seemed like for the most part, he he had a really good grasp and idea of things. So he has NVGs, he has thermal, he has, he has all the, all the cool toys I do. And one other Ukrainian. So that's why I was supposed to be the number, number two or number three person. But he knew all the detail, all the little details of when different elements were supposed to be supporting us, you know, different things. But he also speaks Russian, um, which is good to have as a, a point person. That way, you know, he can call out commands to whatever Russians are there and get them to surrender or whatever. So we get ready to step off. And uh, he's like, he's like, sleazy, Dubai. And I looked at him, I was like, no, I was like, I was like, you, because like, that's what we were briefed. We were briefed that he was supposed to be first. And he, 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 was, like, he was like, no, 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 go, 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 go. And I was like, I guess I'm first, which is a very, very eerie feeling because we had really one ROE on this mission. And this was like the first mission that we kind of like had an ROE.